0: Section 10 of The Vegetable Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Esther. The Vegetable Garden by Ida Dandridge Bennett. Chapter 8 Tools which Make Gardening Easy. The number of tools which it is really necessary for one to have is not large. But if the amateur gardener tries to get along with a hoe, a rake, a spade, he is sure to have long, tedious hours of hard work. The tool which will be most used during the season is, of course, the hoe, for the weeds grow rapidly. By using a wheel hoe, you can save all that back-breaking work. I kept a three-fourth-acre vegetable garden in good shape all summer with one. Only a couple of hours were needed in which to stir the surface of the whole garden, This was done regularly, once a week, and after each rain. The wheel hoe is the handiest tool in the garden. It may be fitted with plows, rakes, cultivator teeth, flat hoes, which work like the scuffle hoe, and seed-sowing attachments. They cost anywhere from $3.50 up, according to the kind you get and the number of attachments that you wish. There are single-wheeled and double-wheeled wheel hoes. Some have small wheels and others large. It is the small wheeled ones that have all the attachments. In the spring, after your garden is ploughed or spaded, the rakes may be substituted for the hoes and the ground levelled. Then the little ploughshare is put on and the drills in which the seeds are to be sown can be made, that is, if you are going to sow them by hand. It is easier, however, to have a seed sowing attachment on the wheel hoe. It costs about seven dollars but I really believe that it is worth it. It saves one from getting down on his knees or doubling up like a jackknife when sowing the seed, and the machine is regulated so that the seed may be sown any thickness desired, and the work done much more evenly. A given quantity of seed will go further than if sown by hand. As soon as the seed leaves show above the ground, cultivating commences with regular cultivator teeth and this should be continued all summer long, using scuffle hoes to cut off the weeds, or the teeth of rakes to keep the dust mulch in good condition. In selecting a wheel hoe, it'll be necessary to consider the size of the pocketbook. I prefer the one with double wheels, for it can be used in most places to better advantage than the single-wheeled hoe. It is an extremely handy tool to have late in May and early in June, when the weeds are growing fast. It is made to straddle the row. You should fit it with scuffle-hoes, which can be so nicely adjusted that all the weeds except those between the plants can be cut off. It is especially useful on such crops as onions. The only large-wheeled hoe which I ever used was like the one shown in the illustration. It is easy to run, easier, I think, than the small-wheeled ones, but it has the big disadvantage of not having detachable tools. However, if the hoe is to be used only to maintain a dust mulch, it does equally as well as the small-wheeled one, and involves less labour. For the larger garden, which is to be cultivated by horse-power, there are several good makes of cultivators, which have changeable teeth and hoes. These cultivators have light but strong steel frames, so are easily handled they have levers by means of which the cultivator can be instantly changed from one width to another so that it can work in narrow or wide rows other levers regulate the angle at which the teeth are set the horse cultivators can be used for making furrows cultivating hoeing and covering hills and furrows many times have i made the furrows for my potatoes with this and then followed the boy who dropped the seed with the same machine but with other attachments to draw the soil in the row and firm it. Where the amount of cultivating will warrant it, I would recommend buying a spike-tooth cultivator. For stirring the soil to create a dust mulch, it is better than the ordinary cultivator, in that it does not leave the soil in ridges, but perfectly flat and very fine. Of the ordinary hoes, there are a great variety. The common one is useful for straight hoeing, and, if kept sharp, does good work. But there are special hoes which are much better. They do the same work and do it more easily. There is a heart-shaped hoe which is particularly useful for making furrows. There are hoes with scalloped edges which, if kept sharp, will cut weeds with about one-half the effort that is necessary to draw the ordinary straight-edged hoe through the ground. The best hoe I ever used for hoeing corn looked a good deal like a rake, but the teeth were thin and half an inch broad. The trouble with all these hoes is that the operator walks over the ground he has already worked and treads the weeds which have just been cut off back into the earth where they will take root again. With a scuffle-hoe it is different. The best way to use this is for the operator to walk backward so that the newly stirred ground shall not be walked on. Most of these scuffle-hoes have straight edges and are pushed, but there are v-shaped ones which are made to pull, the ends of which are turned up, so that the possibility of cutting off a plant is removed. When using an ordinary hoe, one invariably bends his back. There is no necessity for doing so, but somehow nearly everyone does it. With a scuffle hoe this tendency is entirely obviated. You can pull or push a scuffle hoe all day without getting a backache. There is a scuffle-hoe made mounted on a wheel, which is pushed, steady by jerks, as is the ordinary wheel-hoe. Although I have never used it, I like its appearance very much. The spade is a necessary tool in the garden, for there is always more or less digging to do. For digging celery, I have found a small spade to be much better than those of the standard size, but if one has only a little celery, it would not be worth his while to get one. If it is necessary to spade the garden rather than plough it, by all means do it with a spading fork. It has four or five strong prongs. The difference in weight between this and a spade is considerable, so that by its use one saves himself from lifting a good many pounds while digging over the garden. Besides, it is much easier to push into the ground. A good garden line is indispensable. Get a good linen line and keep it on a reel. 100 feet of line and first-class reel will cost about a dollar keep it dry or dry it out if it becomes wet and it will last for years for weeding small plants like onions radishes and such like a hand weeder is useful there are two types one is like a hand with bent fingers and the other is a narrow band of iron bent at a right angle i have used both with equal success a cart or wheelbarrow or even both, will be found necessary. The best kind of a cart for the small garden is one which has a platform with a detachable box, for whenever it is necessary to carry water in a barrel for spraying purposes, you can put the barrel and pump on it in place of the box. Where large amounts of corn are to be planted, use a corn planter. These are made in two general forms, one to thrust into the ground by main force where the corn is to grow, and the other is on wheels, and by a mechanism attached to a driving wheel, the corn is dropped at stated intervals into a furrow made by a share on the machine, and covered by two wings. Both these types of machines carry the seed in a box, or inside the machine, and are so regulated that the required number of kernels are dropped in each hill. The machines which run on wheels also have a fertilizer attachment, which drops about a tablespoon of commercial fertilizer in each hill. Either of these tools will prove handy, and money savers where an acre or more of corn has to be planted. For setting out plants, one can get a variety of trowels, curved and straight and angled. I have found the angled trowel exceedingly useful in setting out such small plants as cabbage, cauliflower and the like. Do you ever have any trouble in cutting asparagus? I did, until I purchased an asparagus knife. There are several forms of these knives, but they are all made long, so that one can get down three or four inches under the surface of the soil, to cut it, and do less damage among the shoots which have started. End of section 10 Chapter 8 Tools which make gardening easy